Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of the Midwest of the great state of Michigan. This is your main man, a.k.a. Crazy Crockett, a.k.a. Andres Podcast. The Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Brought to you by nobody. That's me. No one. So, t- Thank so, you for those four people that are watching. Oh, listening. So we don't have a YouTube page yet, but we wouldn't want you to scare the crap out of the kids out of Sean's face. Hey, don't. That was mean. That was mean. He's just a big old white gorilla. No big deal. Bigfoot, we found him. He's right next to me. So what's up, Sean? Hey, it's almost 50 degrees today. A beautiful day in Michigan. That snow's melting, and we're supposed to have three days of 50 this week. I'm excited about that. Wow. Yeah, so am I. I'm so glad that it's not cold as hell anymore. Jeez. You know, I'm getting almost sick of this extremely cold, cold weather that you have to wake up to. And even though I have a a a ramp that I can park my car and I don't have no snow to throw off the snow on my car, which is a brilliant thing to have because I hate doing that in the morning and then you have to run back inside and let the car warm up, blah, blah, blah. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the last couple of times we talked about all those things in life. I had Ron on the show last time. We talked about his uh, muscular dystrophy. Uh, his disability, blah, blah, blah. So that was a great episode. I liked it. Uh, and then the time before, we talked about um, addictions and... Relationships in the yeah. city of Grand Rapids. Yeah. So basically, that's us. So today, we're going to go back to sports because it was crazy March Madness weekend. It was, it was legit. It's what it was expected to be. Uh, we'll start with a. Second. It was one of the best in a long time. Yeah, like first round. Yeah, insane. Yeah. So we'll start on the second rounds, but we'll talk about. Okay, simply we'll go through the games itself. So, for example, on Thursday, I think Thursday, it was Thursday it was like St. Mary's and UConn, and UConn killed the snot of St. Mary's, and I really picked. St. Mary's to do something with the uh, with the upset or at least cover the cover the points and simply they didn't do either. That was Saturday or Sunday, right? Yeah. yeah. So they didn't do any either of that, and UConn just proved it to everyone else that the that the Big East is still legit. I was actually surprised when you sent me that text uh, that you took SMU. Um, because you love the Big East. You yeah. went against your gut instinct. Not being mean, you just went against what you believe. The Big East is one of the best. Yeah, I yeah, I really do love the Big East. I don't know why, I just do. It's awesome. I think it's just just the old school of being in New York and get a bunch of New York kids playing against each other. So everyone knows each other. And it's not a lot of these kids coming from different parts of the country that has no... Uh, element a rivalry towards each other. So when you have a lot of schools like Providence and Georgetown, talking about Providence, yeah. since you brought that up, um, yeah, we should talk about that. So cooling my- leaves to go to Georgetown. I know we're going to touch on the NCAA tournament, but since we're on the Big East and Big East is good, and they actually have you know the Creighton Jayhawks winning their game yesterday against Baylor, which was a big upset, but. Two new coaching jobs. I don't know why Cooling is leaving um, to go to Georgetown. Uh, he has done a great job at Providence and made that team phenomenal. And he wants 
to go to Georgetown, which has not been irrelevant in a long time. And they just fired, you know, Patrick Ewing, a long time great. And based on what I saw in the article, Providence was willing to give him a contract, but I guess Georgetown is throwing more money because we don't find that out for a few more days before they tell us how much the contract is. So I think the reason why that, that I think the reason why he left was because Providence, I think they were still considered somewhat of a private school thing with Jank. When uh, the Big East kind of broke things up and Syracuse went to the ACC, it was very important. I think the, a lot of these private schools, like Princeton, they really wanted it to be associated with a, a, a sector of those type of schools. I personally think it's destroy the Big East without having Syracuse in the Big East. But for, for Cooley to go to Georgetown, he did it, in my opinion, because it's... It's Washington, D.C. And it's a bigger, better environment. Hypothetically, yes, he does have to start all over. A lot of his recruits will probably go with him to Georgetown. And you are 100% right. Georgetown is a big gnome name. I mean, you have Patrick Ewing. You got the great Thompson, uh, John Thompson, and then John Thompson Jr. And, you know, Allen Iverson was there. And just insane great players. I don't know if I could name very many Providence players that are in the NBA. but you, no, 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 Providence. Allen I mean, Iverson went to Georgetown. I just said that. No, you didn't. You yes, Providence. I did. I said Georgetown. Allen Iverson went to Georgetown, but I switched back to Providence because I couldn't name an NBA player that oh. is with Providence. Yeah. So, I mean, it just makes sense. It just makes sense for him to go to a team where all eyes are going to be on you. Everyone's going to watch the game. Everyone's going to care. Providence is a team that's going to always kind of hop around and somewhat be ele- somewhat element of, of surprise. But no surprise, Mr. Rick Pitino leaves his school, I- Ionia, to go to St. John's. And I think this is a perfect move because... He's being respected again. He knows how to coach big-time players. He knows how to bring recruits. Let's hope he doesn't make the same mistake that he did at Louisiana and other schools in the past about illegally uh, bribing kids and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not going to get into detail, every detail about what he did. But Rick Pitino is back on the market. He's back on on the home face of the NCAA double tournament. Uh, I think it's going to bring better games and better television uh, uh, environment for the Big East. Again, I love the Big East. So I want to take out my statement about Providence because Lenny Wilkins was there, and Lenny Wilkins was one of the best coaches for the Atlanta Hawks. I'll take back my statement. You got uh, Otis Thorpe with the Houston Rockets that played for with Clyde, Eric Murdoch. Those are three of the best players that they had. So they did have some championships. So I'll restate what I said. So, so just going back to St. John's, it's a good pick for St. John's. Uh, does it mean that they have some issues with their old coach? He didn't make it to the NIT or they did not make it to the tournament. They were 18 and 15. Um, he is now saying just he was wrongfully 
um, fired or terminated. I mean, there's all that political stuff. I mean, yes, he is a black coach, so I don't know if he's pulling that card or not. Um, He is is losing, you know, $11 million. Um, Mike Anderson is a pretty damn good coach. He was at... uh, before that, I think he was at Alabama or Arkansas. Yeah, um, yep. He was at an SEC school. So he'll get a job um, somewhere. Overall, he was 68 and 56 as a head coach there. Um, 30 and 46 in the Big East, which sucks. And in that time frame, he never made an NCAA tournament. So he deserves to be fired, I might know. But I like Mike Anderson, I don't but think, he deserves to be fired. I don't think anyone deserves to be fired. I think they just need to be let go. It's a different way of became fired and let go. Now, it's a better terminology to use let go than fire, which I'm surprised that most t- televisions like t- ESPN and Fox and Sports Illustrated and, and these other sources just don't say let go. It just sounds better. It sounds more professional. Poor people get fired for not showing up to work. He was letting go because he didn't do the performance that he needed to get done. But this goes back to almost the same thing. There was a big situation with Kevin Ollie, which we all know he made it in the NBA. He was the UConn coach, um, which we'll touch on UConn in a second here. But he was trying, and it's kind of ironic, he's actually asking for $11 million too, just like Anderson. That happened in 2018. But we're on the Big East. I mean, you got UConn. You got Xavier. You got Creighton Jayhawks. I mean... So let's talk about Crane and Baylor game. Baylor couldn't make anything to save a dollar or to make a dollar. Creighton was just a really hustle team. They they just dominated the whole game. I mean, there's Baylor isn't what they used to be. Maybe it's time for him, that coach, to go. Maybe it's time for him to see a new environment. But they were just in the national championship last year. I know. So why are you saying that? Because remember, that's – I mean, but of course, North Carolina was in the national championship last year too, but he was a second year. But I like that coach. I mean, it's Drew. I mean, we all know the Drew name. It goes back to Bryce Drew at Velpo hitting that crazy shot. So this is his dad, uh, Scott Drew. Um, Bryce Drew was his kid, and then there was another Drew. And anyway, Mm -hmm. but they won the championship. So I don't know. I think it's a bold statement to say that you would let him go. But remember, there was also three players that left that squad, which still bedaffles me. Why would you leave a national championship team to go to Illinois, which we all saw what they did. Um, and then there was another player that went to somewhere else. So uh, Maybe, uh, you know, a lot of times those guys will leave because they're not getting enough time to play. Or maybe they're getting the graduation of the master somewhere else. Because if it's only be right. a four-year program, if, if if certain schools only have so many programs to fulfill and the master is somewhere else, they can leave as they want to. So the best thing to say here is, obviously, your Big East is pretty damn good. They got three teams out of 16. That's a good representation, right? Yeah. Um, Xavier B. Pitt. Xavier B. Pitt, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, then you got to talk about, I mean, what? Well, the SEC, because the SEC has... Three or four also. Yeah, I do. Let's talk about my main man, Kentucky and Kansas State. Kansas State, 
just a better team, stronger, faster, better shooters. Uh, Kentucky, along with Kansas. Kansas, I think they lost for different reasons. Well, without uh, their main coach, uh, Sife. Bill Self. Bill Self, without him there, the team just kind of broke. I mean, at the end of that game, they had a chance to win. And they just ended up making bad fouls and didn't hit a couple, couple free throws. So, but if I feel if that coach self was there, I think they could have put it off. For Kentucky, man, I don't know. Well, I mean, it was a close game. They were down three at halftime, and they got outscored. They only lost by six points. I mean, yeah. but in their number one star, mm-hmm. Tizabawi had 25 points, 18 boards. But I really like that kid, Noel. That kid is a stud. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a double, almost had a double-double, 27 points and three steals. So, and he just put everything on his back. And he can shoot free throws. I think he's like an 85% free throw shooter. So, that's pretty cool, too. Um, Kansas State is really well balanced. I mean, every starter but one starter, uh, I mean, Tomlin, 12 points. Johnson, 13 Noel, their star player, 27, and Silas had 12. The only one that didn't score in double digits was Carter at four. Like, kind of stayed as a team to watch out for. So Yeah, there you go. So, and then let's go to the TCU and Zaga game. Thank you so much, TCU, for messing up my whole parlay. Thank you. <laughs> just want to say that because <laughs> I could have won at least 60 bucks, just $60. That's it. Wasn't asking for a billion dollars, just $65. I went to bed before this one ended because the game started at 10 o'clock. So. And I stayed up because, like, you know what? This is the last part of the game, and I'm one of the first five, and I'm like, hey, this is looking pretty good. And then, <laughs> and then you're at the five-second mark, I think, when I looked at it. Than, less, less than two and a half seconds, they throw the ball. No, it was a 0.7. They let the, drip, the ball dribble up the court. And Gonzaga was up six. Without them touching it. And then the guy's like, ah, I'm just going to throw this up there. And then whoosh. And like, ah, oh, great. Now we can go to bed all pissy. And the spread was four and a half. So yes. even if they would have hit it a yes. two-pointer, you would have lost it. lost it too. Yeah. But he made like a 55-foot three-pointer just over halfway. So thanks, guys. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks. I hope TCU. I hope you have a bad season next year for that. I'm not taking it personal. <laughs> hey, since we're talking about TCU, I know I'm switching subjects. Jump all over that 17.5 spread. Colorado, Deion Sanders, it's already at 17.5. The Colorado Buffs will cover 17.5 against TCU because they're losing everybody. But anyway, back to basketball. Well, there you go. And then, and then we go back to the Big Ten for a second. Let's talk about... Uh, Indiana's coach. Uh, <laughs> ah! Poor guy doesn't know how to coach that team. He has a lot of talent. Just like the Atlanta Hawks and the New York Knicks. Mike Woodson didn't do anything there either. Yeah, he's just, I don't know. I just don't think he's a coaching material type of guy. I think players like him. I think he probably doesn't know how to call uh, timeouts to put some uh, substitutes in. Maybe he. Coaching is really tough. How he got two NBA jobs and how he got the Indiana job because he's an uh, alumni. Alumni there is, uh, you know, it's like asking Isaiah Thomas to coach that team. Indiana. 
And Isaiah Thomas would be a horrible at it. It'd be like because Isaiah Thomas ruins everything he touches. Well, so does Michael Jordan though. The Bulls won six championships. Yeah, and and Pistons won two, and Isaiah went through, beat the hell out of Magic. I mean, Michael for a couple years went through Larry Bird and the Mikhail team. Be the, be the Lakers. Magic, Magic. I don't have HIV right now no more. Pretty proud of that guy. He's keeping himself clean. And then we have, uh, and then we have, the Portland Blazers. He beat Clyde Lye a couple of times. So Everybody I, beat Portland, so don't even throw the Portland Trailblazers in there. Hey man, but Portland Trailblazers like the Phoenix Suns. All they do is lose. They get there, or you want to throw in the NFL and say the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. It's just they lose. Yeah. They're losing organizations when it comes to the championship. Come on, come on. Come on. And Portland's the biggest shit show. I mean, you can get you can get in trouble, and you can go to jail. You can do whatever you want, and you're not going to go to jail there. Uh, come on, come on. Two different. You're talking <laughs> politics, and you're talking about a team that's just happened uh, to be losing to champions like Detroit Pistons and the Zay Thomas bad boys. Yeah, we put Michael Jordan in his place. Let's remember that. Without without the Pistons, Michael Jordan's greatness would have never ever ever been so great. Just saying, just saying. I know. Sean is from Michigan and likes the Bulls and likes the White Sox. And then he likes the Dallas Cowboys because they were winning at the time. So remember, when you listen to Sean, he's he's a bandwagoner. He'll jump on on bandwagons wherever the team is good. If the Buffalo Buffalo Bills won two Super Bowls in the next three years, I guarantee you he'll burn Dallas's jerseys, throw their hats away, and like, hey, look, I've always liked the Bills. You're a little bandwagon. I like that about you. No, I'm You're not a bandwagon. The only team that you will stick by, who are I'm good a Bulls at, fan, is a Michigan State. That's the only team that you stick with. So let's talk about this Michigan State team. But here's a funny thing. You know, how crazy is it that if Mike Woodson can't take this team you know who took took Indiana to a Final Four? You know who took him to a Final Four? Which this guy sucks. Mike Davis. He is trash. He's the Detroit Mercy head coach. He's not good. But he took, but he took Indiana to the, a Final Four. If Mike Woodson can't get to Indiana in a Final Four, he is absolute ass. But anyway, sorry, Michigan State. Come on. Maybe, maybe Indiana should rehire Mr. Davis from Detroit Mercy. Maybe he does a good job in the higher. He was at Texas Southern, but after Indiana, because they got no one can be Bobby Knight. Yeah, yeah, Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight. Bobby Everybody Knight. loves throwing chairs. But anyway, Indiana sucks. They lost by sixteen to Miami. But we are back to my alumni, like you said, the Michigan State Spartans. You never knew what they were going to do. They won the first round over USC by about five or six points. Um, then it was Marquette. Um, underdogs by two and a half, couldn't make a goddamn shot if they wanted to, two of 16 from downtown. I mean, Marquette could have blown us out of the water, but they couldn't hit a shot either. Now, Marquette, Marquette, I watched the whole game, and there were times that Michigan State wasn't making shots either. But I'm telling you, I'd never seen a team like Marquette completely choke under pressure. Now, I think that in itself speaks a lot of stuff for Izzo. I think Izzo just, he's a moment type of a coach. He's an amazing coach. You want to know these stats? This is 
officially his 15th appearance in a Sweet 16. He's only done been in 25 consecutive um, NCAA tournaments, and 15 of them have been Sweet 16s. Michigan State has been in a little bit of a slump before this, though, because they hadn't been in the Sweet 16 since 2019. We all know... It's not always called March Madness in, the, in East Lansing or in the state of Michigan. It's called Izzo Madness because 15 out of 25, that's some damn good fucking numbers. Yeah. So you got to give them a credit for it. I, I really don't know if they're going to be Kansas State. I think if Kansas, but they are favored. Yeah, which is kind of weird. Yeah, why is the seven? Why, I'm, I'm by Daffold. Why is a seven seed um, favored over a three seed? Doesn't yeah. make sense to me. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Do I think it's? I think because maybe uh, actually I know because it's Izzo and Kansas State. Kansas. It's his first year head coaching. Yes, Jim. yes, yes. That is the reason why. The only reason why. Do I think that Kansas State probably has better talent? Probably. I would say that they probably do, but Izzo just knows how to get his guys going. All right, so. Let's talk about Major League Baseball first. Wait, how can we forget about making history this week before we go to baseball? We had a 16 seed beat Purdue, oh, yeah, and it just proves that the Big Ten sucks. I mean, if you would have told me Michigan State was the only one left, I would have said, you're full of fucking shit. I love my Spartans, but I didn't think they were going to be the last team standing. I mean, really? hell no. Come on, Michigan State, you, you can never count them out. I know, but you're telling me you really truly thought them that, that we were going to be the last one out of the eight teams that went into it? No. Hey, thank you. No, but. But you did have a 16 seed do something better than UMBC because when, they, when Virginia played UMBC, their best player was out. Mm-hmm. Purdue has no excuses. Nobody was hurt. Purdue's not that good. They do suck. You're right. But FDU, FDU, we're not taking anything away from them. They beat a. Number one seed with every single player, unlike UMBC, that has an NBA star that was on that Virginia team playing for the Atlanta Hawks that starts every night. The only thing I want to touch on before we go to baseball, we got a 15 seed still standing, and they play the Creighton Jayhawks. Princeton is in the Ivy League. I know you love the Big East. If Princeton hits their threes... Yes, yes. They can give the Jayhawks some trouble. Yeah, I think they could. I think they really could. I really think that this game will be based on uh, hitting your three points for, uh, for, the, for the first time attempts. And this is going to really depend on their Princeton's re- rebounding abilities. Now, if they miss half of their three pointers and they don't get second, uh, second chances. They're going to lose that game. I think Creighton can easily over-rebound them. I think they're able to work around the, the rim better. I think they're stronger physical than Princeton. Mm-hmm. I think this, Princeton's an Ivy League, so you're going to get a bunch of these kids who are just three-point happy, and when they're on, they're on, and when they're off, everyone knows you're off. The very last thing is possibly Mike Bray is going to go to Southern Florida um, it's in the rumors, and then mark my words, FDU head coach 
is going to get a promotion and I can't say where it's going to be, but he will have a job somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. I hope he does. He did. Like he deserves it. Everyone deserves to get second chances. Just like Michigan next year. Just have to throw that in there. Still kind of teary-eyed about that. I think they just lost another player <laughs> leaving transfer portal, actually. Who is it? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure they just lost another one. Is it, is it, is it Howard's own son? Wow. Hey, hey. That was me. Hey. Come on, Howard. You got to learn how to. I mean, if you're just going to get recreational basketball players to show up for, for one year, you're, you're not going to go anywhere. True story. You just won't. What's going on in baseball, folks? So, let's talk about my main man from Houston, Jose Etulave. I don't know how you say the that. The one that likes to pick off pitches. Yeah. And shouldn't have, should have an asterisk next to the World Series champions. Yeah. So, it looks like he's hurt. Obviously, he got hit in the hand. He's going to be out for at least eight weeks, I think. Six to eight, I believe. And Sean heard somebody <laughs> speak about <laughs> the Yankees are going now to go after him because he'd be out and they're willing to wait for him. That's insane. No, that's not insane. Like, the Yankees would do that. I know they would. But And, and besides. We're going to have to trade for him and then watch the Astros still be amazing because every time they get rid of somebody, they're still in a fucking World Series because Corey Correa, yeah. they're still there. Yeah. But still, you you don't have Verlander there anymore. No <laughs> I mean, how many starting pitchers do you need to keep that rotation alive? Okay, but here's a question. Yeah, they don't have Verlander, but that division is pretty shitty. You do remember, they still do have the Oakland A's. That we don't even know if they're when when they're moving to Vegas or when they're getting shipped out. Oh, you're right. You're right. Then you have. The upcoming Mariners, which are pretty badass, by the way, and can do some dangerous things. Mm -hmm. But you would have to say that it's still Houston's division, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, I mean, what, I mean the can, Angels, they can never stay healthy. They're dysfunctional. No. Um, speaking of, speaking maybe of, Texas Rangers, because they did get Syngard, but he can never stay healthy. Yeah, but I think Texas Rangers will have a better year than the Angels. Well, anybody will have a better record than the Oakland A's and the Angels. Look, Rangers could get better, but watch out for Seattle once again. Because they got the former West Michigan Whitecap, Eugene Suarez. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Wait a second. Are you going to be working for the White Caps? Yeah, I am. That's going to be fun. We can watch. Uh, I'll be getting a, you some free tickets. Single A baseball teams. Yeah. Get you and some free tickets. Get, maybe we can go to a concert for free. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll take Sean. Maybe, maybe we can get some girls to go with us. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be awesome. So, but let's go back to, let's go to back to baseball for a second. Well, I really think that, I really think that the Angels really should just trade Mike Trout. I think that's going to be a better choice for Mike Trout. I know that he's on a big contract, but I think Mike Trout really needs a new environment, a new life, a new breath air, fresh air. You still, I mean, it's nothing against the, the, the Angels organization. It's just that if a guy keeps getting hurt and 
there's no positive energy going. They should send them somewhere where the energy is going to go somewhere. Now, does that mean he should go to the Cubs or the White Sox or any team like that? I think the White Sox and the Cubs could use him. I think that the uh, I would love to have him in uh, Chi Town, baby. Yeah. So do not I not the Cubs, the White Sox? Well, do I think that Mike? Mike Trout will live in South Side of Chicago? Probably not. So he'll probably stick with the Cubs. I'm kidding. They don't live there. None of the players probably live within that. Nobody. They might get shot, probably. Yeah. Well, North. North not North. North. They could live there. They could live close there. Yeah. They're not going to die in uh, North Side. Yeah. So do I think, or how about Milwaukee Brewers or Cleveland Indians? I'm Cleveland uh Guardians. Guardians. Can we if just Mike come? Trout went to Cleveland, yeah. they're already good. They already yeah. Cleveland would have already wins the division. You add Mike Trout. Yeah, I think. Look out, Yankees and Astros. Yeah. See, I think I think if I was Mike Trout, if I was his agent, or his father, or anyone, their cousin, I would ask him for money first. <laughs> kid, don't do and then tell him to go somewhere. No, but I really do think Mike Trout needs to go somewhere else. I think it'll be good for him. And I wish the Tigers would just get, just sign a big old ticket to Paradise for, for Cabrera. Just send him off the ship. Don't worry about this year. Let them think that. I mean, you want them to do a? You know what they should have done a few years ago? Last year they should have just gave them the whole parade. No, they should have just done what they did. Uh, the New York Mets did like in 2000 we got national bobby bonilla day on july 2nd where they pay bobby bonilla a million dollars and that started in 2000 and they're still paying him until 2035 folks they could have done that with my girl yeah i think they could have but we do have to before we touch on anything else in baseball we do have to talk about the world classic or the wbc the USA beat Cuba. They pretty much pounded them without loop and won 14 to 2, um, throbbing and thumping them deeply, basically. But they play the winner of tonight's game Mexico or Japan? And Go I think, USA. I think they could be Japan. I think Mexico, I mean, you don't hear a lot of Mexican players come from Mexico. Unless you're talking about football or soccer. But I think I'm kind of surprised how well we're doing against the South American teams. I mean, we're in the finals. I know. This is crazy. I mean. This is, this is legit. This is good for baseball. I am a huge baseball fan. Because everybody else comes from another country. How the hell, are the, how the hell is America in the championship? Yeah. I have no idea, dude. No, I don't. Look, I'm not even following it besides. No, like, other than knowing that the U.S. is in it. I just, yeah. That's the only thing I know. So which is awful as being a sports guy because that's not good to not follow USA baseball. But we will because Major League Baseball is about to start in about two weeks. And I'm going to probably take that whole day off. Opening day? Just to watch baseball. April 4th. April 4th? I think it's April 4th. Is it 6th? Maybe it's the 6th. Yeah, because we were going to do a doubleheader if we have a chance. Yeah, we were going. Yeah, we were going. We might still. Yeah. If I get. Yeah. So let me know it's ASAP because we might go back to Detroit. Or we'll probably end up going to a game in August or late or early September. To Chi-Town? Yeah. Yeah, to watch the Tigers and the in the White Sox or the Cubs or something. Well, you wouldn't go if it's not the Cubs, but I would. 
But I I love baseball. I just can't wait. I and I just I love baseball too. I well, the one thing that we have to really talk about before we leave is the closer for for the Mets. They worked their butts off grabbing Verlander, and now the closer is going to be out. For oh them. God! Yeah, what's his? Uh, that is devastating. They play they play the trumpet for him. Yeah, I gotta check out what's his name. Um, look it up. Isn't it Rodriguez something? No. I don't know why I don't remember that because he is absolutely phenomenal. No, I don't. Let me check. He's he's legit. I mean, I just it's too bad. I mean, they got Verlander, they got Scherzer, and now they have to uh, find a way to. Oh, they have Taylor Miguel too. Yeah, it's Diaz. It's Edwin Diaz. Yeah. So I. Carlos Carrasco, I know he's old, but he's still a good pitcher. And then they went out and got, God knows, been on 17 effing teams, Jose Quintina. Well, you got to at least try to win somewhere. You still got Max Serger. Yeah. Jesus. But they don't have, they lost the other guy. Uh, Noah Singard and. Who's the big, who's the A guy that. I think he went to. Well, like, Noah went to the the Rangers, and the other guy went to the fucking Angels, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Look, I have no idea what's going on with the Tigers. I have no idea. No one even knows because we were watching Marsh Madness. But I'm saying, I'm saying we don't even have a roster for Detroit Tigers. But they did lose today, five to zero. But we don't. But we don't even know who's on the team besides Mal Cabrera. I mean, they, they. Eliminated everybody. They just clean house. It was like, it was like. Well, I'm sure Spencer Torkerson's on the team because they moved him up so fast. Yeah, but I think he's even hurt. Good God! See, everyone's hurt in Detroit. Do you guys just go on vacation and just forget your baseball players? And like, hey, hey, let's run into a tree with my, with my golf cart and see what happens. Shorter first. I mean. Come on, let's not. I mean, look, I think it'd be a challenge. Sean and I should make a bet. Who makes a better record this year? The White well, Sox I mean, or the Tigers? Spencer Torkison's going to be on the team, right? Yeah. We know Jonathan Scoop's going to be on the team. Um, we know Javier Baez is going to be on the team. They got a steal on that. Hey, because his dad is awesome. They got Remember, they got Tyler ne- Nevin. They got him from the – he's a young gun. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, he is. Austin Meadows. I mean, everybody knows Miggy. I mean, because he just takes up our money or your money. You know? Well, he does. I mean, look, actually, Austin Meadows most recently came out and said he, has, he had a mental breakdown. He went to therapy. He is adjusting living in Detroit where he now plays, and he came from a really good team on Tampa Rays. And it took him, I mean, it must have really messed up with his brain to be traded. I don't know if he was not expected to be traded, but it was a really bold move for Detroit to grab him. And clearly he was the most overrated player in our team last year because he came in, there was big expectations, and then he kept getting hurt, and then he recently has gone through some uh, counseling. So... Uh, it's on uh, 
of Barley's Bailey Sports, which is bankrupt in Detroit. Yeah, we, so we don't know who's going to be covering um, the, Tigers. the Tigers when the season starts. I think. I mean, obviously the Red Wings are well. We haven't watched. Wait, wait, come on. We haven't watched a Red Wings game since this information came out. So we don't know if we're going to have the Red Wings on Bally Sports tonight. Actually, yeah. I mean, I mean, basically, we might have to be watching a hockey game from Philadelphia or something just to watch the Red Wings. Whoever the Red Wings play tonight. Do you want to know something though that that you want to mention here? This is his second year. I've always liked this pitcher because yeah. another one of my teams, other than the Chicago White Sox, was Boston Red Sox. They do have that Ed Rowe Rodriguez. Oh, yeah. He was only 5-5 five and five last year, but he was hurt. Every year he was in Boston, the last four years before that, he won 13, 19, 13. You know, if he yeah. can stay healthy, you can add another, you know, seven, eight wins for the Tigers. Yeah. Actually, yeah, he was hurt last year. And there was talk. Actually, there was talk that he didn't want to play in Detroit. Well, does anybody want to play in Detroit? Well, I mean, even when he, I don't, even when he signed last year, everyone's like, ah, I'm not sure if he really wants to be here. And you know, I mean, you got to get rid of your GM. You got a new GM from San Fran. He's doing, I think he's doing a good job. Hey, you know who they have? They have a pitcher called Michael Lorazan. That guy sucks. That 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 guy. I don't know how much. Let's just when he pitches, mm-hmm. take the other team. I took him when he was with the Angels multiple times last year. Oh, he just rammed it up my ass. <laughs> you know, I mean, I lost a lot of money on Michael Lerzane. So if you want to make some money when he's pitching, make sure you take the other team. Probably take minus one and a half. There you go. There you go. All right, folks. So we're going to end this program on a. Down sour no because Sean went all nuts about his uh, uh, <laughs> him losing to one guy who's pitching. But I mean, if you already went two or three times with a guy before, why wouldn't you not stop betting on the same guy? That's a good question of the night. So really, he's I mean, got to get out of his slump sometime. <laughs> Doesn't always happen. Well, he just might have the year of his life in Detroit. Let's hope so. I don't know if that's really hope so. I need Detroit Tigers <laughs> to do good this year, because like make the playoffs or just be eighty-two and eighty-two. Exactly. I don't think they can be five hundred. Oh please, give me at least eighty-two, eighty-two, because CW doesn't televise the Cubs game no more for free, <laughs> and that's the TV program that I would be watching if the Tigers went to poop. So thank you, DirecTV. Thank you, Major League Baseball for screwing people over in the Midwest of Michigan. Now we can't watch the good old Cubbies because you know what? Because the White Sox just nothing but poop. I said it. The Since they only won 66 games last year, um, but MGM in Vegas and all that, the over-under is 69.5. So they don't even think they're going to win 70 games, which means they'll be 70 and 92 or worse. I think they can go over. Then go over 69. Your favorite number, 69. Well, you know, that's how I met your mother. (laughs) You do know there's only two people that listen to our program, right? Yeah, it's your mother. Yes. (laughs) Sorry, mother. Oh, my God. Now we know. On that note, we're going to end it and we're going to lose two followers (laughs) immediately. Dumbass. 
Thank you for listening to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Peace, love. Uh, listen to me on Spotify and Apple Podcast, and you can also email me at Crazy Dre Podcast Show at gmail dot com. Let me know how I'm doing. Let me know your favorite team, and I'm I'm not gonna respond to you if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan or a White Sox fan. Just want to give you a time of day. <sighs> I'm kid. Only if Sean emails me, I won't respond to him. Well, since you just brought up football, breaking news. The Houston Texans uh, agreed to a one-year deal with Dalton Schultz. So they took, I mean, because the Cowboys were absolutely dumb and didn't sign him. He's a good tight end. And that will help that program with Case Keenum. And the running back they picked up is Delvin or Devin Singletary, which is a pretty good running back. Hmm. Interesting. Well, he was with the Bills before that. Yeah. So maybe the bills are going downhill. Well, that's another podcast. We could go on and on and on. So thank you for listening. He's never heard that. I know. Sad but true. But thank you for listening <laughs> to the Crazy Dre Podcast show. And uh, come again. Adios, amigos. Adios, amigas. Um, thanks, Sean, adios. for showing up. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. We do want this to be aired. Now we can't air it because. You said something about <laughs> 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 I know. We're still on air, you know that, right? <laughs>